Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Nicholas Cage Month Week 2 brings us a movie so, so unfathomable. <laughs> it's, That's it's, a good word for it. It is so hard <laughs> to put into words what this movie is. Meme-worthy? Uh, I mean, obviously. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a part of the movie that did become a, a world-famous meme and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, so... It, I, I guess it's just like it's a movie that is so poorly written, mm -hmm. poorly plotted, mm -hmm. poorly paced, mm -hmm. just straight up like awful in <laughs> so, so many ways yeah. that the only reason one could possibly have to watch this movie is Nicolas Cage's batshit performance. Yeah. As the centerpiece of this movie, mm -hmm. and pun not intended, um, <laughs> but it's it's just one of those things where like I don't understand how this idea got anywhere without that. Mm -hmm. Like, how did that idea? How did this fucking movie? Like, if you just yeah, looked at it like I as think... a script and just read it as the character name and not Nicolas Cage, how did it how, make it out of? A how box? did it get? anywhere how did anyone read this thing and go like oh absolutely i totally see how this is a great movie mm -hmm. like for one it's not yeah it still isn't not even with nick cage yeah but again the only reason to possibly watch it <laughs> is because of his performance it is again it's... unfathomable and confusing uh, so confusing. There is so much to go into about this movie. Yes, there's a lot so, to unpack. So much. So to just jump right into this fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> the movie that we watched for this week was the 1989 American comedy horror film Vampire's Kiss. Not a movie that I ever saw growing up uh, as, a, as a kid who watched plenty of Nick Cage movies. Was not on the radar was not familiar with this even in the slightest. Yeah, no idea. And it's surprising to me that it never really came up. You know, like, I mm. never even knew what that picture of Nick Cage that became a meme was from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just look at it and you're like, that. yeah, that's from any of dozens of movies. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't even know why I'd bother to, <laughs> to, to, look, yeah, to look into yeah, it yeah. at all. It's like, that's probably a scene from like Con Air. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, it just seemed crazy it's to like me. National Treasure 2 or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so it was it was never, ever, ever on my radar. Only in the like periphery of like maybe every once in a while, if I looked at like Nick Cage's Wikipedia page, mm -hmm. it would be like, and he was in Vampire's Kiss. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's in some weird vampire movie, I guess. Whatever. Never ever ever looking into it yeah uh this is what i would consider quite possibly and you know i haven't seen all of them i've seen a lot of them but not all of them this might be the most nick cage performance <laughs> ever committed to film you know like i've yes. seen i've seen bits of wicker man which is like you know one of his sort mm -hmm. of a little bit later of like crazy nick cage kind of things yeah, yeah. this blows it out of the fucking water <laughs> the, the the things that i have seen from wicker man it's like oh my what are you kidding me no this movie <laughs> takes it takes every single cake it is insane it is it it <laughs> It's 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 something completely different than I've ever watched in my life. Where like I'm I'm I was watching this, and like every single scene, I was like, I don't really care. But what's he gonna do? Yeah, you know, it was the only. I feel like this is the only time I've ever done that in a movie where it's like I am so disengaged mm -hmm. from whatever this story is, whatever they're trying to do yeah. or trying to say. You know, like, but, like none of it. Uh, it, Nothing happened in this movie, really. I wrote down at some point, I wrote down, we are an hour into this movie and he is still grappling with whether or not he might be a vampire. Yes. Because let's just jump into it. IMDB, the descriptor for the movie, very simple one. After an encounter with a neck biter, a publishing executive thinks that he's turning into a vampire. Yep. Basic premise of the movie. Mm -hmm. You would expect that by an hour in... 
he would have come to some sort of realization about something. Mm -hmm. But at that point, he was still going like, what is happening to me? <laughs> like, still? We are still at this point of the movie. This is a movie that is like, it's an hour and 40 minutes long. You could have cut 40 minutes out of this movie. Easily. It is so tedious mm -hmm. it takes so long to do anything those like the opening credits whatever yeah it's just shots of the city mm -hmm. but the credits are going so whatever mm -hmm. it's everything after that constantly has like at least 10 to 15 to 20 seconds of stuff in each scene that doesn't need to be there yeah what the fuck was the deal with the kid on the stairs looking down at him when he goes into his apartment yeah. nothing ever comes of that no nope. ever nope. and if there were scenes that were cut out later Mm -hmm. There's no need to show this kid. It does not matter. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. What is going on here? So many like mid-movie establishing shots of the city. Like, yeah, we know. He's in New York. Yeah, right, right. Move like, on. Fucking for the love of God. There's the scene. There, there's multiple scenes because he's, he's hooking up with ladies left and right. That's his whole deal. <laughs> yeah. Peter, Peter Lowe. Mm -hmm. uh, is his character and you know his his problem is that he has no real love in his life and he's just like a one-night stand guy who mm -hmm. like uh, finds a girl goes after her has sex and in the morning doesn't care and that's yeah. basically his problem that's his whole fucking deal yeah uh so right off the bat he sucks yeah like, he's a shitty person and you're sort of like okay like I'm not necessarily opposed to that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a movie about a shitty person. It that doesn't mean that the movie itself has to be shitty. Right. It, you can you can do a lot of stuff with that. Mm -hmm. But this movie, after he has the uh, apparent encounter with what might be a vampire, the fact that we've seen this movie and there's no definitive answer yeah. to that or any of the questions that they bring up is kind of infuriating mm -hmm. from like a movie standpoint. <laughs> You'd like to know yeah. what the fuck was going on by the end of it, but you kind of don't. Uh, but after he supposedly encounters this vampire and starts showing off his like vampiric tendencies, sort of, mm -hmm. there was a point near where he reaches out to a mirror and touches it and he goes like, <sighs> and he pulls his hand back and I was like, this is like if a guy who didn't really know the rules of being a vampire thought he was a vampire. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like the rule is that they can't show up in the reflection. Not that a mirror hurts you. Yeah. Like he's getting the things wrong. Like yeah. it doesn't make sense. Or, like, or the cross later. Uh -huh. Where it's like, oh, the cross that only hurts him because he saw it. Mm -hmm. If he didn't look up at it, he would have walked past it and not cared at all. Yeah. Like the movie does basically lay out the whole time that he is not turning into a vampire no he is not he is not at all and that he's just a lunatic who uh -huh. is like losing his mind and believes himself to be turning into a vampire yeah because of uh, the one night stand like we said that by the end of it I, did that even happen i don't no. Like, I, by the I, end I of the movie, I wasn't even sure if the psychiatrist was real. Yeah. When that whole ending thing happened, I was like, wait, so has none of the scenes with him with the psychiatrist been real? Because I wrote down way early in the movie, because this movie chooses that super lame trope of, like, your character goes to a therapist so that they can say all the things mm -hmm. so that you know how they feel so that we can just fast track this shit mm -hmm. so that we don't have to show it to you in a harder way. We yeah. just do it easily. <laughs> but I was like... This dude, this self-absorbed piece of shit guy, like, what the fuck is he doing going mm. to a therapist? It makes no sense that this guy would think he has a problem. Yeah. You know, he's that kind of dick. And it's like, why would he be going to therapy in the first place? So at the end, when he's hallucinating with the therapist, I was like, oh, does she not exist at all? I Maybe she doesn't. There's no he, way of knowing. Yeah, <laughs> the movie know. doesn't answer the questions that you have. Uh, yeah, I don't know who. Uh, there's yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm, there's a few people that I'm like, I don't know if they actually <laughs> exist, if or if it was just certain scenes didn't really happen. Yeah, or yeah. or happen the way that we saw them, uh, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Just, there's so much to question in this movie, and it is not worth rewatching no. to try and figure it out. No, 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 not Awful. at all, not at all. The main issue that I had with the whole thing that I had questions with throughout the whole thing, it was literally the same question every single time she popped up. That girl, Rachel, the, the vampire girl, mm -hmm. who it's like the, the scene starts and he's at a bar and he's sitting there listening to people talk. And then he goes and sits down next to a girl mm -hmm. who is this girl, Rachel, and they talk very briefly mm 
Mm-hmm. Not even all. He he asks her if she got the joke, mm-hmm. and then she like doesn't even really respond. And then they kind of smile. Yeah, and then he compliments her earrings. Yeah, and then they're and then they're going home and, and they're gonna fuck. Yeah. Uh, at which point she then like bites him on the neck. Yeah. And you know shows vampire teeth and she, you know there's blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I was fully taking this at face value at first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's the the girl the the girl Jackie who I felt terrible for. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, she should be smarter than dealing with this guy because yeah. he's such a piece of shit who's there really. with him when the bat attacks. Yes. And he apparently gets aroused by the bat. Yeah. Which is another thing that is just like, what does that fucking mean? Yeah. What does that have to do with the rest of this? Like, is the bat supposed to be the girl who shows up later? I, like, is that what it is? Like, she's a vampire and she was a bat that night and she flew in to keep that to keep him from fucking her. I, because later in the movie she talks about how jealous she is so it's mm-hmm. like was she that bat <laughs> and I, then came back as a person vampire to seduce him even though he walked up to her yeah. you know what I mean like it wasn't a case of like she came on to him and seduced him and then he, he took her home and blah 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 mm. it was just like hey what's up and, yeah. then, and then they went so it was like okay so was this a plan ahead of time for this Rachel girl no idea. No idea if she even exists. Yeah. It I, is. <laughs> I, I think that a girl named Rachel may exist. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, whether cause... or not she's actually a vampire or if she has like the really fancy, like acrylic vampire teeth or, <laughs> yeah, or yeah, whatever, whatever that's all like, about. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's impossible to know, but like he, he's going with Jackie for a bit and then he breaks her heart because he doesn't show up to their dates because of his like vampiricness. There's the moment where she's taking him to apparently her art show. Yeah. That's the funniest thing. The fucking scene where he meets Rachel, there's all that preamble with those other guys sitting at the bar and talking and doing all this, like all this stuff that could be so easily cut out. Mm-hmm. Just start with him meeting her. What is that? These characters never show up again. They don't matter. The ones yeah. who are talking just go over and fucking talk with her and start the scene there. But then when it comes to this art show, it's just like all of a sudden we're there. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, what is this? Is this? Oh, so she's mad later. So this is this was her art show or, or did she was, just really want to go and she's she, mad he left? Yeah. They don't just, ever. Because he just ditched out. on Yeah. Because he just ran away or whatever. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's I a terrible know. person. I get a lot of laughs out of the terrible shit he does in this movie. I will say that. <laughs> this is, It's so weird. Again, the weirdest fucking movie I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever laughed this much at a movie I hated. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yes. there were so yes. many laughs in it that were just like, and I'm never going to get that laugh again because fuck putting this movie on for any reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe watch some clips on YouTube or something, but yeah. never actually sitting through it again. But when he's when he's making his excuse to leave that art show, that hilarious fucking line where he just, she says, do you like it? And he just says, got to take a piss. It just turns and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, what a gross <laughs> dude this guy is. Um... <laughs> The center of this movie is obviously Nicolas Cage and and the lunacy mm-hmm. that is his character, Peter Lowe. Yeah. I do not understand for one second what the hell he was doing with his voice in this movie. Okay. Thank you. Not even for a second did I did I like get a grip I, on I, what was <laughs> happening. It was like sometimes he's full on like aristocratic British. Yeah. And then other times, he sounds like high school Christopher Titus from the fucking show. You know what I mean? You know? Where he's like, come on, man. You know? Like, whatever. Like, what the fuck is this? You were just going like, oh, this is my kingdom, and I rule. And it's like, what the? F-? And I was like, is he just pretending to be British? But then at another scene, he puts the British accent on again. Mm-hmm. And then and then he goes back to, like, California surfer dude or something. Yeah. Like, no idea. It's just wild fluctuations from scene to scene. And then sometimes there's just no accent. I know. And it's just Oh, Nick my Cage. God. Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> did you did you catch where he said he was from? Philadelphia or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that wasn't well, a Philly accent either. Like, this is None of it. None of this makes on. sense. It was complete nonsense. Uh, absolute lunacy <laughs> i mean on top of the voice the face no oh, the face. face in this movie 
His always like wide eyed brows up. Yes. Like I, I totally get what, what was going on. Obviously. Like they make it pretty <laughs> obvious when they have him sitting there watching Nosferatu. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, he is clearly Nick Cage is basing his performance on those like old expressionistic, like, oh, mm-hmm. like big, very big, like that whole scene where he's stalking through that nightclub <laughs> and he's just doing the like Nosferatu face with the fake vampire teeth in. Like, that is so funny it is him looking like a <laughs> lunatic stalking through this nightclub with fake vampire teeth in like an idiot or him running around new york city just screaming i'm a vampire i'm a vampire i'm a vampire and just screaming and running like so much screaming about him being a vampire or someone else being a vampire oh just- man the the number all the what oh, is I- happening to me all the where am i all holy shit and and <laughs> and like it's just uh, like like we had said it's so poorly plotted that like as fun as all of that is you'd mm-hmm. think that that would be like well as long as the story's kind of going you could forgive it for not being a great story if it's got such crazy silliness going on but it's the fact that there's nothing yeah like the whole time, like I said, I was asking myself, like, what is her plan? What is she doing? Like, so she, so she found a guy, mm-hmm. and she bit his neck while they were like on a one night stand, mm-hmm. and he seemingly, because of his love of fighting that bat, also gets off on getting bit by vampires. I guess. I guess. Whatever. I don't yeah. care. Not judging. <laughs> but yeah. like it well, seems yeah. like he gets a release too as yeah. she like drains him of oh, his yeah. blood and maybe it's just the losing blood part but who knows yeah <laughs> but like since it's not a case of a movie where it's like and then we cut to the vampire world where the vampires do their things and they explain how their vampires work mm-hmm. you know what i mean because it's like movie to movie to movie to movie vampires they never work exactly the same yeah. there's always something going on where it's like sometimes vampire fucking bites you you are immediately a vampire yeah like you were just it's done the change has happened yeah uh i know that i think it's a more classical approach that it's like a bite and then it slowly kind of comes yeah, it's to be. like a process yeah so that's sort of what he c- believes is happening to yeah. him without really all that much proof yeah you know which other is other than a Possible bite mark on his neck? Yeah, possible bite mark, possible uh, shaving scar. Yeah. Like, the movie does, like, that was, it's so strange how the movie does it, because it's like, he goes, the one night stand, she bites his neck. The next day, uh, he's a lunatic Mm -hmm. when he he acts as though she's still there and brings her tea or coffee or whatever, and then reaches the the coffee out to the empty side of the bed, and then his hand just starts shaking, and he spills it. It's like, did you not realize that she wasn't sitting there? Yeah. I thought the whole gag was, like, I figured the gag would be that he, like, turns and hands it to her all smiley, like he's still, mm -hmm. you know, like, not even realizing it, but it's like, wait, what? So he suddenly loses his mind over this after already losing his mind previously? Yeah, did she just disappear? Did she turn into a bat and fly away? (laughs) Yeah, like, was she here when he went down for coffee? And then now he came back and she's gone, so he's, like, freaking out? No idea. They don't explain or tell us any of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, But, like, so the next day he, you know, we saw the scene happen. We saw her teeth. We saw the blood. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so he's shaving and he cuts himself on his neck and he puts a Band-Aid there. Yeah. And you're not sure which side the movie is going. Like, does the is the movie saying that he doesn't notice his bite marks because he happened to cut shaving there as well? Or is he using the cut from a razor mm-hmm. as an excuse to cover the bite marks that he knows is there? I have no, no idea. No clue. The movie gives yeah. you no indication of how much he knows about his own neck wound. Mm-hmm. It, like, I, <laughs> it's so hard to follow. And then, and then, just every <laughs> single time she shows up, you're like, "Okay, what are you what are you gonna do? Like, what mm-hmm. is what is the next step of this plan? You bit him, you drained him a little bit. He's turning into a vampire because, again, this movie makes it seem like she's real and mm-hmm. a vampire. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so he is under her control. Yeah. You know, like when he's about to leave and she comes in and she's like, oh, and she explains to us what he's feeling. Yeah. So she says it out loud. Like, he's thinking, what is she doing here? Yeah. He wonders why. Like, wh- why are you telling him what he's thinking? 
out loud. <laughs> like, what is the point of this other than to tell it to us? Poorly written movie. Yeah. Um. So you're like, okay, and then she takes him back upstairs, and she then she like drains him again. She just bites into his neck while they're in bed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so what is he like a blood bank? You know, like she just has a control over him. So just every once in a while, she's going to come by and fucking bite his neck. Yeah. So if she doesn't have a real plan, then the plot of the movie does not come from her being like, and then you will come with me and we will defeat the whatever. You know, there's Mm -hmm. no there's no goal other than there's a blood bag over there who lets me in and I can suck on him every once in a while. Yeah. So at that point, I'm writing him. I know it's like, okay, so she doesn't have a plan. So then he's getting turned into a vampire. She keeps coming back. What is he going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nope. He never creates a plan. He never fights back against her. It never, it's just absolute nonsense. She mm-hmm. just keeps coming back, inviting him, and then he keeps feeling worse. And then she comes back, invites him again, <laughs> and then he acts even worse the next day. <clears throat> but he was such a dick in the beginning of the movie that the movie's attempts to show you that he's going too far, <laughs> you're just like, No. That seems that's him. Yeah. yeah, this seems totally what his level yeah. is. So I never feel bad for him. It never feels like, oh, wow, he's doing something really <laughs> terrible and he doesn't want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems like he's doing something terrible. Like I assumed he would. Yeah. You know, like there's absolutely no like, oh, and now it's taking a turn for the worst because of the vampire thing. It's like, no, it's because he's a horrible person. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but then the flip happens where you find out essentially... That he is not turning into a vampire. Yep. So you're like, oh, so so he was just doing all those terrible things because he's terrible. Mm-hmm. I was right. Mm-hmm. But the earlier part of the movie was still ruined by the fact that he was terrible. Like, none yeah. of it fits together. <laughs> It, you know, the yeah. first half and the second half feel like they just, they like they didn't even remember the other half existed. <laughs> you know, and they just made their own thing. It's, oh my God. Yeah. And there's a, <laughs> like, I, I hesitate to even call it a subplot because it feels like the actual plot because it's the only thing where things happen. You know what I mean? It's like there's him running around the city being a dick at night to uh-huh. people for no reason just because yeah. he believes he's a vampire. Killing there's, a cokehead. Yeah, there's the vampire lady coming back mm-hmm. uh, and sucking on him again just yeah. for reasons because whatever. And then she leaves. And then sometimes there's those weird insert shots of her suddenly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is is that? What? Is she what like is that? haunting his dreams? Yeah, like is something? that a psychic vision? Is he just thinking about her? What is that? What is that supposed to mean? And the movie's like, shut up. And you just move on. <laughs> but the like... The unfortunate heart of the movie is poor Alva. Oh, my God. The secretary. I feel Um, so bad for her. She gets the rawest deal in a movie Mm -hmm. like that I have seen in in the longest time. Yeah. Like in terms of just like a character who doesn't deserve what happens and the escalation into like, okay, not only does she not deserve this, nobody deserves this. Yeah. What is going on? What the fuck is this movie? Yeah. And the like the 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 balancing act that happens though, I wrote into my notes like I both dread and also am extremely giddy for every scene that starts in the office mm-hmm. where he asks for Alva. Because mm-hmm. it's like I know it's gonna end horribly for her. There is yeah. no other way around. Like every single scene is gonna be something bad for Alva. Yeah. But it's going to be fucking bonkers from Nick Cage. And that is what you're like, you're craving for. So it's like the whole time you're just like, oh, God, Alva, I'm so sorry, but I have to see this. Yeah, I, I have to see watch. what he's going to do here. Because those are the moments like oh. the, 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 the meme moment with that mm-hmm. like wide eye stared face mm-hmm. thing where he's telling her about how she is the lowest on the totem pole and that the shittiest jobs go to her yeah, and that there's nothing she could do about it and how he's just this like mm-hmm. horrible, horrible, horrible boss. Yeah. Like at first I just wrote like he's kind of a dick boss mm-hmm. and then eventually is like, holy shit, what an understatement. He yeah. turned, I wrote, and then later on I wrote like, oh no, he's a nightmare man. Oh yeah. When he takes a cab to her house mm-hmm. to check if she's sick. Mm-hmm. Like, I assume at the time it was also meant to be terrible, but every single thing about business and like work in this movie 
is a nightmare oh, to current day right now. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, that's the most horrific part of the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the boardroom of old white guys laughing about the fact that Nick Cage chased his secretary into the women's room mm-hmm. with the intention seemingly to beat her. Yeah. Uh, because she has not found this contract. Yeah. Um, I could not believe that that contract wound up being so important to this movie. Seriously. Like when 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 the whole when the whole contract thing started <laughs> and it was like, "Hey Alva, we have this author who wants the contract for the first sale of his first book mm-hmm. and he wants to frame it so we need a copy of it." Yeah. It's filed in the shitty old files from way before since either of us worked here. Mm-hmm. So it's a shit job, but you just got to search through it and find that contract. Yeah. And then the next scene when she shows up and she tells him that she looked through the same files that he already looked through mm-hmm. and he gets mad about it. You know, like, I already told you that I did that. Blah, blah, blah. And that was my one of my favorite ones. One of my favorite deliveries of his, which was, I got to find it because I, I capitalized it halfway through the sentence to imitate how he delivered the line. Whereas, oh, it was... Am I getting through to you, Alva? <laughs> like, this just ridiculous fucking line reading of that fucking, like, because in the script, I'm sure it's just, am I getting through to you, Alva? Mm-hmm. But in his reading, <laughs> am I getting through to you, Alva? Like, holy shit, this dude's out of his mind. Um, And, you know, so you sort of expect that it's like, okay, so that's got to be over, right? Like, mm-hmm. he has a freak out on his, on his secretary and... All this contract talk has got to be done now, Seriously? right? It means nothing to the vampire part of the story or any of that. You know, it's yeah. so far <laughs> removed from it that you're like, all right, we're done with the contract talk, right? No. no. An hour and a half more contract talk. So much contract talk. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet you you could find, I bet you could take the last, like, five music industry biopics that have come out. And they would not have the word contract in the script as many times as this one movie does. Yep. It is absurd. Mm-hmm. And it's also absurd. Like, it's, I, I'm assuming it's supposed to show that he's like turning into a jerk. Yeah. That like the vampireness is affecting him and he's like acting out or whatever. Why does he give a shit about this contract? Like, it's his own doing that makes the contract a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, at first, it's a relatively big deal. Yeah. It's like, we need to do this. And then she can't find it. And then he does the, like, I'm going to have to call him, and you're going to have to listen to the song and dance that I have to do, mm-hmm. because he's going to be so mad. Yeah. And he answers the phone, and the dude's like, you know what? No rush. It actually does. It barely matters at all. I know you guys are busy. It's probably a pain in the ass. Don't even worry about it. So then he uses that. To make Alva feel worse. Yeah. To be like, I couldn't even get a word in edgewise. That's how much he was yelling at me. You need to get it tomorrow. Like, you need, he just goes in on her about Mm -hmm. it. It's like, it has suddenly become not a problem at all. Yeah. And what, the vampireness is making you petty? Is that what vampires are? Like, they drink blood, (laughs) they hate the sun, they're so petty. Uh, Like, is that part of the. It goes hand in hand with jealousy. (laughs) I guess. It's just like, why is he making such a big deal about this fucking contract? And why is he like focusing all of his attention on Alva? There's no reason for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's nothing to set it up other than that she once misunderstood a, a, <laughs> an assignment. Mm-hmm. Which is like, okay, so if that's the way that he just acts towards people who do that, he's a monster man. He's the yeah. worst person <laughs> in the world. He's the worst boss to ever work for, ever. Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's just absurd to me that he like focuses on her. Mm-hmm. To, like, destroy her. Yeah. For some reason. poor girl. It does not make any sense. And then it, like, sort of makes sense later. Like, makes sense when he knows that she has a gun. And then it it turns into him wanting her to kill him. Like, he's Mm -hmm. purposefully trying to make her kill him. Yeah. Because he can't live with becoming a vampire or so he thinks. Yeah. Um... And so you're like, okay, so that's why he chased her down into the basement this time mm-hmm. was because he fully expects her and wants her to shoot him for it. Yeah. But that doesn't explain the chasing her into the bathroom earlier Mm-mm. or screaming at her about the thing. That 
that moment when he's just in his office going yes. like Alva. 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 Screaming. And then he just runs out of his office, leaps onto the table, just like one jump, land on his feet. There you are. That's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. That is so drop dead funny. I had to he's pause so- it. I was laughing so hard at that. <laughs> it's like it's like again, you're sitting there like, oh God, no, like Alva, run. He's a like, monster. Seriously. Like this is literally Forget what your mother says. Yeah, Just leave yeah. this job. Go somewhere seriously. else. Seriously. But also oh. it's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> Like, and again, anybody else delivering it is just going to deliver it like, there you are. Mm-hmm. And then they come for her. But I guarantee you that was his choice. He's like, I'm going to jump on this table and I'm going to like point down at her. Like it was that everything seems like it's cage. Yeah. You know? So it's like, <laughs> that's the only reason to watch it. Because again, what about this was appealing without this lunatic performance? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of these scenes would be like, would be like the the like cringiest episode of the office level of like uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it was like yeah. somebody normal bringing in Alva to harass her about this contract over and over. Mm-hmm. If they were just a normal dude yeah. who was just like, "What the fuck about this fucking contract, mm-hmm. Alva? Am I getting through to you? Are you stupid? Just being like a normal jerk?" Yeah. You just be like It was like Tom Cruise. Yeah, you just be like, fuck, this guy sucks, and I feel bad for her, and this scene sucks. Yeah. But the fact that he is so utterly bonkers that you're just like, it's like she's fighting a clown or something, (laughs) you know? Like it's not a boss employee relationship. Yeah. It's like it's just like get called into the office where the lunatic man leaps on tables and screams at you. Like it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like anything like real life. Mm. Because he's so out of his mind that it like it makes that entertaining yeah in just like the most horrifying ways though (laughs) (laughs) like i a whole time just man feel terrible for alva by the end of the movie the vampire stuff basically just goes away like he Mm -hmm. believes he's a vampire he stalks around new york city at night yeah i did like his makeshift coffin (laughs) that where he just overturned his sofa and it like Mm. closes down over i'm like that's hilarious i love that yeah um and he's just you know running around town he buys some fake vampire teeth and just like runs around like a like a month like a movie monster he's a fucking toddler it's it's like legit just insanity that he's just running around doing this and like if you're on board with what you think the movie is selling you, you're like, okay, so this this like total asshole gets bit by vampires <laughs> and it turns him into like an even crazier raging asshole. Yeah. Like you'd think that this movie would be like you'd think that the rest of the movie, if they cut to the vampire world, would be all the vampires admonishing her, being like, Don't bite people this fucking crazy. Yeah. We don't want them as vampires. Yeah. They're going to ruin it for everyone. He's running around New York telling everyone he's a vampire. <laughs> like, that's not what you're supposed to do. Like, you'd think that would be the way that it's going. Yeah. It's not. But, like, <laughs> it's just him running around like a lunatic. And then when it cuts to, you know, the office or him, him interacting with, like, normal people, mm. he's still exactly as crazy. Yep. He, he really is like a fucking toddler throughout the movie, though. Like, he throws so many tantrums. Oh, my God. My favorite. Then- can I tell you my favorite one? It's. I mean, it's. I'm sure it's Sears as well because of the way that he did it when he's in the psychiatrist's office mm-hmm. talking about the files. Yep. That whole scene is a, is another masterclass of Nick Cage. Yeah. Like, I, I, him reciting the alphabet, the most dynamic <laughs> reciting of the alphabet that has ever been recorded. Uh, it's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, and you, and you have to imagine that, that, that bit of it had to have been improvised, had to have been Nick Cage. You know what I mean? Like him, yeah. him going on about like, it's like, Oh, how hard is it to file something? It's alphabetical. Like I assume the script ended there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's simple. It's alphabetical. And then Nick Cage was like, oh, I better recite the entire alphabet right now. <laughs> and he just goes You know goes the off. alphabet? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, O, J, K. Like just, oh my God, just complete nonsense. But yeah, it's the part that just after that mm. where she is explaining to him how things could possibly get misfiled or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or it, it's, it's in this scene. I forget exactly where, but it's his fucking uh, amazing line of... 
I've never misfouled anything. Not once. Not one time. And he pouts with his hands on his hips. Yeah. That's well, my favorite it line. It starts with him like crossing his hands or crossing his <laughs> arms across his chest. Yeah. And then like mid tantrum about him never misfiling anything mm-hmm. is he switches to hands on hips. Like, yeah. It's oh it's God. it's it's wild. Like it is so it, wild to see this on screen mm-hmm. and be like this was this was like a movie yeah you know what i mean like this i mean this movie i don't think ever gets made in any other decade with any other actor ever yeah i'd say ever agree you know what i mean like it's so terrible it's truly terrible <laughs> like if you read this movie <clears throat> it's nonsense it's garbage it's boring probably mm-hmm. or at the least you're just like this guy is gross and sucks i'm done <laughs> yeah you know what i mean and he is gross and he does suck yeah and yet still i'm just glued to it yeah just like i have to see i have to see and it's so amazing that it keeps rewarding you <laughs> like all of that shit that we like all this crazy alva nonsense mm-hmm. that fucking i fully laughed out loud <clears throat> when the scene when he's in the office and Alva's not there and he just sits there and he just goes, I wonder what Alva's doing today. <laughs> I fully laughed out loud at that because it's like, that is just the ultimate lunatic move. You know what I mean? Of like, you know that she's not there. She's called in sick. It is so outside your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck if you're the boss. Yeah. She calls in sick. She calls in sick. Deal with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you have no business calling her about it at all let alone going to her. Like, so insane. Mm -hmm. And a monster man. That's when I wrote, like, he is a nightmare man. Like, just watching the idea of your boss pulling up to your house (laughs) in a taxi and just, like, getting out and walking up to the door Mm -hmm. to check to see if you're sick. It's just like, what a fucking gross overstep. (laughs) In a way where, like, any other character in any other movie doing that is just, like, immediately, like, villain and i don't like you and i Mm. hope you're not in the movie anymore yeah but in this scene you're just like what the fuck is he gonna do (laughs) like i would not trust him in my house the fact that she opens the door to even talk to him is lunacy to me Mm -hmm. i love his reasoning for why she should open the door because like i'm here for a truce you know and blah blah we're hoping to make you feel better and and look soup yeah he's got a bag of soup with him like he brought it for to make her feel better like it's so crazy. And then immediately when they get into the taxi to go back to the office, he loses his mind again mm-hmm. and just starts screaming at her and calls her a cunt. Yes. And there's several usages of cunt in this movie. I was I not was, expecting that. I was fully that. not expecting it. And they leave them all for the last like third of the movie. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of already settled in. And then you're like, oh, this is one of those oh, pictures. Okay. <laughs> like this is what he's all about, I yeah. guess. He's terrible. It was, it's uh, the vampire, and I'm amazing. Oh, yeah, say totally. It. That's what's doing it. <laughs> Vampires are notorious for that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and she clearly fearing for her life because this lunatic man has chased her around the building. He has come to her home. Mm-hmm. He has lost his mind on her in, in the taxi. So she stops to see her brother so that he can give her some bullets for her gun mm-hmm. to kill this man with in case he does anything. Yeah. Because he's that horrible. Anytime there was a moment of her like getting ready to like, oh, I might have to do something about this or like, oh, we're going to do it. Or later in the movie with her and her brother, I just kept writing like, do it, do it, do it. I was rooting them on so hard. Oh, like, yeah. please shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. Please do it. Just wanted it to be over. Oh, my God. And like, like we were saying, like, this is the only section of the movie with even kind of a plot Mm -hmm. is that when he does chase her into the basement to try to to try to get her to kill him but her gun is full of blanks because those are the only bullets that her brother could give to her yeah and he rapes her apparently like in the scene he just sort of grabs at her and like bites her neck Mm -hmm. and then she turns into rachel the vampire lady which i assume you know what he's seeing Mm -hmm. uh and then it like cuts back and it's it's Alva again, mm-hmm. and like he's definitely like brutalized her and attacked her. Yeah, but I I I, I mean whatever, call it whatever you want. It was horrible, so I'm not even trying to like you know he, he <laughs> quibble about it. Like he definitely just, assaulted her in some fashion. Yeah, absolutely. It's the fact that he later specifically said rape. Yeah, where I was like, oh, are we supposed to read that scene differently? 
like is that what's like is that what really happened and what we saw was like the light version of what happened i, I guess i guess i don't know it just seemed I, wild that he admitted to rape all of a sudden i was like yeah. oh oh he did Oh, that explains yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Like the attack is enough, but the brother willing being willing to murder him mm-hmm. was a little bit like, okay, is he just gonna like rough him up or something for attacking her or something like that? And it's yeah. like, oh no, okay, so it was so it was a rape. Okay, so yeah, beat him with a tire iron, please. Yes, yes. <laughs> like fully Bash. on your side. Bash his head in. Bash away. A hundred percent. Um but like so <laughs> he attacks her and then takes the gun. And fires off two blanks in his own mouth Mm -hmm. and assumes that his vampirism Mm -hmm. kept him from dying. Yep. And that continues his journey of thinking he's a vampire. Like, essentially, (laughs) it's just a ton of, like, all of this movie is just a bunch of, like, coincidences or him being stupid. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that lead him to believe that he's a vampire. Which, like, if you just think, like, you know, if it was just, like, if the movie started the morning after mm-hmm. he he had the, the, the vampire one-night stand or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was just like, yeah, I, I had a one-night stand with a lady, and she kind of bit me or whatever, like, oh, maybe I'm turning into a vampire. And then you see all this, like, circumstantial shit happening that's making him think he's a vampire, mm-hmm. then then that's completely obvious that, like, oh, okay, it's, an, it's about an idiot guy yeah. who you know, got bit by someone in, in rough sex and just assumes that he's a fucking vampire. <laughs> but the movie clearly shows us her as a vampire mm-hmm. biting and drinking his blood. Yes. So you, it's like the movie tricks you by showing you something that apparently did not happen. Yeah. I, like, I ag- mean, again, did I, she exist? That little bit at the end when he's at the fucking, uh, uh, the, the nightclub mm-hmm. and he murders a woman. Yeah. Just murders a woman seemingly who's what sitting off to the side. She was doing coke. Where, right? But where is she? That she's so alone that her corpse is not discovered until this blood-covered man has been dragged out and thrown out of the club and wandered away. Mm-hmm. Only after that did somebody discover this corpse just laying yeah. over there. Like, if they had seen that while he was in the building, immediately arrested. Because it's like, hey, that guy's covered in blood. Yeah. He probably fucking killed that girl. <laughs> but it's like, somehow, she's dead there, and he just leaves, and yeah. whatever. I don't know. VIP and he gets lounge away. or something? Yeah, I don't even I... know. But he finds Rachel at this club, and, like, freaks out on her about, like, or, she, well, she finds him, essentially. Because mm-hmm. he's, like, sitting on the floor after he bit this woman and and killed her like at that point i knew that like yeah clearly he's not a vampire he's running around new york with fake vampire teeth and yeah i have a feeling he's not actually turning into a vampire i don't know why because he was bit by a vampire so maybe they'll explain these vampire rules later they do not no like so but i was like rolling with it at least like okay Mm -hmm. so he's he's sick from the bite I guess, but it's not actually turning into a vampire, but he thinks it is. So he's forcing himself to be a vampire, kind of. So that's why he bites this woman. And like, it's so clearly, (laughs) like immediately when he bites her, that this is not a vampire bite. Mm -hmm. You know, that it's not like a, oh God, oh, you know, like, oh, the, you know, basically like hypodermic needles of teeth, like get Mm -hmm. you. And then like, oh. She's like fighting it the entire time, like a lunatic is tearing into her flesh with his normal teeth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's just like, and she's like, God, no! Oh my! God. Like it's clear that this is just a madman, yeah, chewing a woman to death. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, I guess it's supposed to be funny. I don't know, uh, <laughs> but it's like it's so clear that he's not a vampire. Yeah. So he's sitting there on the floor, and this vampire lady who keeps just popping in and out of of reality or whatever <laughs> waltzes up to him and tells him like how shitty he is and mm-hmm. how terrible he is and how pathetic he is yeah. and that like he'll never be like her despite her telling him that he would earlier yeah like i very distinctly remember that moment of like you're with me now you're like me mm-hmm. you do what i do we do whatever and then and then in this scene it's all of a sudden it's like it was a prank yeah you know what i mean it's like she's like i can't believe you actually bit that woman's neck you're not a vampire you fucking idiot <laughs> oh my god how did you fall for that how stupid are you like that's what it feels like yeah like she tricked him that's, and it's like that's the but, theory i'm going with <laughs> yeah and so it's like wait so are you you a vampire then? And then there's the hilarious reveal of like, come here, Donald. 
and some random guy walks up and like a hugs on her. Mm-hmm. And I just wrote like, <gasps> Donald. Not Donald. Yeah, like yeah. what? Okay, so what? She has like a vampire boyfriend and she doesn't actually like him? What do I give a shit? Yeah. He's a dumb piece of shit. And their whole relationship has been, he's a blood sack yeah. that she sucks on sometimes. <laughs> like, that was the craziest thing, too. It's like the end of the movie is framed as though he loses his mind because his girlfriend broke up with him. Yeah. And it's like, no, you were losing your mind this entire time mm-hmm. because you're a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Clearly. But, like, what the fuck did she mean to you? You know, there were never, it was never like, and then they go on a romantic vampire date or they go and they do this. It's literally like she just shows up, bites his neck, pieces, shows up, bites his neck, pieces. And at the end of the movie, it's like, I don't love you. And he's like, what? Like, why did you think she did? Well, it seems like a very like one-sided relationship mm -hmm. here. Like it would be, it's like, be like someone just coming over for casual sex all the time. You Mm. know what I mean? And being like, I don't actually love you though. We just fuck sometimes. Like what? Like what? You didn't pick up on that? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that's a dick thing to do. Yeah. But it's also not like, oh, I thought we were in love. Like, why? Yeah. What about this said love? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's pretty clear when they're gone before you have a chance to turn around that yeah. this is clearly a transaction. Yeah. And it is not love here. So him being like, she broke up with me. It's like, you thought you were dating? Yeah. Because that's weird. <laughs> well, she brainwashed him to think he loved her. But again, did she? This is true. Because did she? he's not a vampire. Like, like yeah. And the, the craziest thing too is that then know. he then he accuses her of being a vampire in that nightclub, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Get the fuck away from her!" And there's the moment where I was like, oh, "Is it? Is it all? Is is the the facade about to fall? And the movie's gonna pull this awesome reveal right here?" Because he then runs out to her on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? He's, you know, going Look on the case. Yeah, yeah. But she's just like, oh, who are you? And he's like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, you know who I am or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Peter, right? I, I think. And it's like she met him once mm-hmm. and doesn't remember. So it was like, oh, fuck, are they going to? Are they going to reveal that like they did meet at the bar in that first scene and they talked about the necklace and that's where it ended? Yeah. And then he got attacked by a vampire and everything's gone crazy, you know what I mean? And then now <laughs> she's total, she's an innocent mm-hmm. <clears throat> or even maybe he never got attacked by a vampire and he's just going crazy and assumes that she was a vampire because of like a hallucination he had. <laughs> so this is a woman he barely knows, but now she's in his brain yeah. and he's imagining all this. But then, after he gets dragged out of the club screaming like, She's a vampire! Look at her teeth! And when they (laughs) showed her teeth, it looked like they were normal. Yeah. Just saying. So, in terms of, like, weird theories, like, okay, so she she can choose not to have those teeth sometimes? If she wants to? If she is a vampire? Like, because at that point, you're like, okay, so what is she? Her teeth aren't sharp, and she doesn't recognize him, allegedly. Mm -hmm. And now he's getting dragged out of the room, so you're like, what the fuck? And then she and Donald look at each other like, hey, hey, we got him. So, like, so are the... What? Which, so you are vampires, but he's not a vampire. You were playing a vampire prank on him <laughs> where you make him think he's a vampire so that he kills somebody and loses his mind. And then you just, you just laugh about it or something. Don't know. Cause you never see them again. Yep. You see her one more time just before the credits roll, mm-hmm. which is another one of those like, fuck you movie. <laughs> like, Oh, is it, was it, is it a, like, fuck you. You've done this the whole movie. Mm-hmm. You, it's, there's no extra points for doing it again at the end. It's yeah. stupid. <laughs> um, and the, I, I, if you had asked me to try to guess what the last like 15 minutes of this movie was going to be before I watched it. <clears throat> oh boy. It would not I, I be what it is. Oh my God. I could have guessed for a thousand years <laughs> and never come close to what winds up happening in this movie. Yeah. Cause it's clear. He's not a vampire. He runs out into the sunlight and is like, oh, God, this is the end. Yeah. <clears throat> and then it cuts away to something else for a while. I don't even fucking remember. And then it comes back to him and he's just walking around New York in the daytime. And oh, wait. nothing is wrong. I think it cuts back to Elva and her brother. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, getting ready to come murder him for raping her. So he's just wandering the city in the daytime, not dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's asking random passerbys to kill him yep. and stake him through the heart. Yep. Apparently, allegedly, according to trivia, the, those people that he asked to stake him in the heart did not know they were in a movie. They were <laughs> shooting from so far away that it was just a crazed man with blood on his face mm-hmm. and a stick 
or like a chunk of wood walking towards them and asking them to kill him as though that was just real life. So he's just wandering around the city and it's kind of hilarious how just like, uh, uh, like he's so out of it. He sounds so stupid. Mm -hmm. Like the voice is so dumb. So unreasonably dumb. Like, again, it sounds like that. It sounds like Christopher Titus doing an impression of himself (laughs) as a dumb teenager, Mm -hmm. like where the voice is supposed to sound dumb. Yeah. But in this case, it seems like it's not, but it, but it is, or if it's not, but it, but it does. Either way, he sounds like a fucking moron the whole movie. So the whole ending where he's just like, uh, everyone uh, uh, and running around the city is just like, what the <laughs> fuck am I watching? And he's just like moaning. He's just like, uh, uh. he like walks through the streets. Like, what am I watching? Like he killed a man or a woman killed a woman. And then his vampire girlfriend ditched him. Yeah. And then he got kicked out of a club. And now he's just wandering the city. Moaning and 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 screaming, covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Like, where is this going? Where like, are I was the so, cops? I mean, yeah, really. But I was just like, I don't understand. Like, I was looking at the thing, and I was like, there's like 16 minutes of movie left. What the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, clearly, this whole Alva and his thing are going to cross over. Yeah. But like, with 16 minutes left, you assume that that's either going to happen like right away, and then there's like epilogue, or it's going to happen right at the end. So there's like more to do like there's more time in this yeah. movie like there's gonna be at least 10 minutes of stuff that isn't <laughs> them killing him what is it yeah i cannot place it i cannot <laughs> fathom what it is and then like just the most brilliant thing ever i it's 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 i, I loved it i honestly loved it because it, it was, was just like what the fuck such insanity him, him oh walking through the streets and just walking into that building just straight into the side of the building i was mm-hmm. like that's the funniest thing that was so good <laughs> it looked like he did it like yeah. it looked like that was full-on nick cage committing just, yeah to hitting the building i did read that he also fully committed and regretted later eating a real cockroach uh, three cockroaches for oh. takes of the scene and he was like, he wanted it to be real, and he wanted it to get that reaction, and he wanted to shock the audience with it. And it's also kind of like a, you know, a vampire legend thing, like not eating cockroaches specifically, but like you know, Renfield, the like the human guy who works mm. for for Dracula in the mm. old stories, mm-hmm. like whatever. He like eats bugs and stuff because he's so like weird and great. so it's yeah. like a reference to that whatever. And he wanted to get that reaction out of people. I say not worth it, buddy. Yeah. Um, but like he walks into that building. And I was like, that's brilliant little physical comedy thing yeah. there of just like, boom, right into it, not noticing that it was there. And I didn't notice that it was there. You know, like it wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, he's walking towards that building. He's going to run into it. Mm-hmm. It was like hidden just like right on the edge of the frame. So you couldn't quite tell the depth of like where the wall mm-hmm. was, where he was walking. Mm-hmm. So it was this perfect like boink, like ah, that was a good one. And then, <laughs> and then he just like stares into the building and just like, oh. I forgot that we had uh, an appointment today. And then it cuts to psychiatrist's office mm-hmm. and a psychiatrist talking to a very well-composed and normal-looking Nick Cage, still holding the plank of wood, yeah, talking to her about his life. And I don't even remember what their conversation really was about. It was like, I have discovered what I really want, and that is love, like real love and a mature relationship and mm-hmm. this and that and whatever. And it's just the the seemingly random, which I thought made it so much funnier, cutting between the real world and his and his hallucinations. Mm-hmm. That it was like sometimes the composed Nick Cage would ask a question and the therapist would respond, and then the lunatic on the streets of New York, Nick Cage, would then <laughs> respond to that question. Yeah. And then he'd ask her something else, and then she would answer that question as though it was normal and not a lunatic. Like, it was yeah. <laughs> so good how, how it was put together. It was so just bonkers. Like, what is this? It's so, oh, it, my God. It, it brought up that question of, like, so wait, is the therapist real then? I don't. Like, I don't know what to trust anymore. There's the scene where he gets on the phone and he calls her about, like, I need to move up my appointment yeah. sooner. Sooner, like he wants it sooner, it's sooner and all that. And it's like, okay, so that seems like a man who's losing his mind, 
who understands that maybe there's like one person I could reach out to mm-hmm. who maybe could help me out even as I don't understand <clears throat> like what's happening to me. Mm-hmm. But then that scene at the end is like, oh, wait, was she even real? Yeah. Who was he talking he, to anybody on the phone? Who did he call? Yeah, because if the woman at the beginning was not a vampire drinking his blood, then I can't trust anything that this movie shows me. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't. <laughs> like what? And then like <clears throat> in in the like weirdest way because like i don't i will flat out say this i'm not the greatest at it i've gotten better but this one defeats me i have no fucking idea what this movie's about Uh, you know what i mean like (laughs) i do not understand any subtextual whatever like it seems like a really shitty attempt to like reconcile a a a toxic relationship you know what i mean like that Mm -hmm. you know like basically just trying to think of why somebody wrote it what inspired this like what is it really about yeah underneath the moron fucking guy believing he turns into a vampire (laughs) you know and i really can't nail it down it's like okay what is it like uh, there was a bad relationship that made someone crazy and so they're using vampire lady as like an allegory for that but then, like, what? Why? Why is he torturing Alva? Then, like, what's the point of that? None of it fits together. It's yeah. not like there's no like, oh yeah, and that me. Oh, none of that. This yeah. movie is none of that. Nope. Um. So, like, by the end of it, like, he's been horrible, and his whole deal is that he like finds someone, he latches onto them, and then he kicks him to the curb. He finds them, he likes him, he kicks him to the curb. Yeah. And then he gives that whole speech during the crazy cut back and forth uh, therapist session about like wanting to find someone or whatever. And he hallucinates himself being introduced to her other patient. Mm-hmm. I think Sharon was the name mm-hmm. uh, who loves all the same things he loves. So they're perfect together and they're on the perfect wavelength. Mm-hmm. And so he is talking to this woman out loud, a woman who does not exist, yep. out loud as he staggers home to his apartment. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, yeah. And then seemingly on a dime, immediately turns on his imaginary girlfriend. Yeah. And starts calling her a bitch. And is just like, yeah, I've been with you 10 minutes and you're already pissing me off. Like, he's just like, <laughs> so, so nothing's changed. Yeah. He's the exact same asshole. It's just that he's crazier now mm-hmm. and thinks he's a vampire. Yeah. Like, the only way this movie ends is him dying, right? please movie and then it finally does yes and i was wondering exactly how it was gonna go i was a little bit afraid that alva's brother was gonna die in the process yeah like i thought some sort of crazy ass vampire fight was gonna happen or like what he (laughs) assumes is a vampire fight or whatever Mm -hmm. or that he would get scared by him because he believes he's a vampire or something you know because as Mm -hmm. soon as he's about to try to break in Nick Cage starts yelling at his imaginary girlfriend to get out of there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, is he going to think he's talking to him? You know, like the brother? Like, wait, what's going on here? And it's not. But like he crawls under his his fake coffin (laughs) and gets in it. The brother finds him, like flips the the, the couch off of him. Mm -hmm. And he just holds that stake of wood up to his chest on the floor, like, oh, I'm trying to kill myself with it. And the brother's just like, okay. And just <laughs> pushes it through his chest and just like, oh, I'm blood spraying Nick Cage. Like, oh, God. Brother just runs out. Nick Cage dies. Movie's over. Nope. Like, what? What did any of that mean? And then they show one more shot of that fucking lady. Mm-hmm. The vampire lady, like, oh, I'm vampire lady looking right at the camera. Like, what? Are you even real? I don't even know. What the fuck I, was this movie? <laughs> uh, that's I hysterical have, because one of my last notes was, what the fuck was this? I mean, it's fully unimaginable. Like, what? Like, obviously, I, we talked about so much of it that if you watch it now after listening to this, you'll have some sort of idea. Yeah. But, like, going into a movie like this completely blind... I, I I would I would like challenge someone to like sit down and watch like ten minute increments. Mm-hmm. You watch ten minutes and then you stop and you go, where do you think it's going? Yeah. No one will ever get it right ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. I swear to God, it's that yeah. like unpredictable and just fucking batshit lunacy. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Again, though, I will give it some props. 
for being decently funny at times. <laughs> I have a lot of lines written down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One of my favorites, though, is during that whole fucking therapist session thing. It's when he it's when he turns and he's like, oh, by the way, I figured I should tell you that I did rape someone the other night. You know, and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's fine. It just happens. It's, it's an, an id release. Yeah. What, it, it, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. And then he turns away and he's like, oh, I guess I should also mention I did murder someone the other night as well. She's like, mm, who cares? People get murdered in this city every day. Yeah. Like all that, whatever. And uh, and somewhere in the midst of that conversation, he's he, he, he talks to Sharon. He like turns to Sharon specifically to address something to her about all of this. Mm-hmm. And his line was, I turned into a vampire. It's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> I turned into a vampire. It's a long story. That's so fucking funny to me. I love that one. Oh, <laughs> it was during the scene where they talk about the misfiling and everything, mm-hmm. um, where he's he's like berating his doctor for, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and she she says something about like, you know, it's like, I'm not explaining anything to you that you don't already know, like about misfiling, like people can misfile things. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but who, who did it? Who misfiled it? Like talking specifically <laughs> about this contract he's looking for. Yeah. And she's like, I couldn't possibly tell you that. And he's like, you can't. She's like, no. And he's like, and you called yourself a psychiatrist. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Psychiatrist, so not psychic. Yeah, it's what? just like, it's such a bizarre moment that it's like, that was absolutely, <laughs> like, like, again, in that moment, if that had happened and you paused it and you gave people four choices of what the next line was, <laughs> I bet you nobody chooses and you call yourself a psychiatrist. <laughs> like, because that's so nonsense. It's like a non sequitur. It's so hysterical. I loved it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's insane to see how crazy he winds up by the end. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that image of him with his hair, like, fucking lunaticed out and <laughs> blood all over his, like, mouth. He's basically has a goatee of blood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And his eyes are, like, like bloodshot and, like, <laughs> sticking out. And he just looks like shit. And you're like, man, he looks fucking crazy there. And despite the fact that within the in the first like ten minutes or so, he acts equally as crazy. Because when when he runs out of the apartment with uh, Jackie after the bad attack, mm-hmm. and they're like drunk and laughing to each other, assumedly about like how crazy it is of what just happened. Yeah. And she seems like a normal human being, nervously laughing. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what, what was that all about? Oh my god! And, but he's just going like. <laughs> like it is not real laughter by anybody in the world like legitimately saying ha yeah i mean later when he tries to kill himself you know and he's sitting there and he shoots and he's sitting there and he's like and he's like sobbing his eyes out about it Mm -hmm. the subtitles because i had subtitles on because i knew that there was gonna be a bunch of crazy shit that i wasn't gonna be able to catch that i needed to like see it the subtitles for that are literally boo-hoo he just goes like, boo boo-hoo. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's just going boo-hoo. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> what is this movie? I <laughs> do not get it. Also, could not stop laughing at uh, how, like, humongous and fake that bat looked. <laughs> it was like the fattest remote control bat I've ever seen in my life. It's so bad. 80s technology. Holy shit. That is a whole. I just wrote, ah, big fake bat attack. <laughs> like, it's so obviously fake and terrible. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh so man. good, though, man. Yeah. So good. I, oh. <laughs> Also, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't believe that fucking sequence when he comes home and he finds the napkin that Jackie wrote the note on of like mm. stay out of my life on. Mm-hmm. So he goes berserker yeah. and destroys his entire apartment in the like funniest rage moment. <laughs> uh, like it's 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 hysterical. The look on his face, he's like he's like shaking and his veins are popping and he's yeah. like double chinning it. Yeah. He looks like a fucking <laughs> lunatic. But I didn't understand why that scene was intercut with Alva riding home on the subway. I have no idea. You know what I mean? And especially because 
nothing happens in that scene. Yeah. She's on the subway. She's riding. There's a guy singing Beautiful Dreamer shaking a cup mm-hmm. for, for change. And he goes past her and she like declines to give him change or no, whatever. No, she gives him. Oh, a, she does? She okay. Gives so, him yeah, some change. so she gives him something and he's like, okay. And, she, and he goes on and she sits there and she kind of clutches at her purse a little bit. And then that's over. And that's it. Yeah. And I was like, why did they even cut that into there? Why not just make his freak out scene just his freak out scene? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't. Why did we need to see her riding home? Because, like, they mention, like, oh, she lives in a pretty dangerous neighborhood. I don't, you know, I don't blame her for having that gun. Mm-hmm. And so I was expecting that something would happen on the train that she would need to, like, oh, flash the gun mm-hmm. to show people that she means business or whatever. But it doesn't happen. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so that could have been cut. Mm-hmm. There's there's a good chunk of movie that could be cut. Everything yep. about that little kid could be cut. Yep. So many beginnings of scenes can be cut. Yep. Because they're so pointless. Truthfully, in the end, Jackie can just be cut out of this movie. Mm-hmm. She doesn't matter after 20 minutes. Nope. So don't even bother. Have him go from the therapist's office to hooking up with the vampire. Mm-hmm. No reason for Jackie to exist at all and make her feel bad. Yeah. You know, like ugh, it's but but there therein lies the problem is that him freaking out, destroying his apartment is only because of Jackie. Yeah. Which true. in the end is like, you don't give a fuck about her anyway. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't really give a fuck about anybody. You're that kind of piece of shit. Yeah. Like when you make your character this detestable, like right off the bat, <laughs> it's really hard to care. Yeah. Pun not intended again about bats. I just, <laughs> it's just like, uh, it's a, uh, it's, um, do it's not a terrible recommend. movie. Yeah. Do not recommend in the highest. Oh, it's, this is it's fucking nonsense. I loved watching it. I think this was so much fun mm-hmm. uh, fully, like 100 percent. I'm not even like joking about that. And I'm glad to have seen it. Yeah. Just in that sense of like, it's so fucking crazy and weird. And since we have a place to sit and talk about it, that's it, fun. Yeah. It's, uh, it's but like, fun if you're the, like, if, if you're just sitting at home and you want to watch a movie, don't, don't watch no. this one. No, 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 no. Uh, but if like if if you I mean, I don't even know. Yeah. Just watch the bits on YouTube. Watch yeah. the funniest bits on YouTube with Nick Cage. You really don't need the context. Mm-mm. The context almost doesn't matter anyway. We just gave it to you. Too, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. So there it is. That's what it is. Uh, do not recommend, but holy shit, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I mean, it's so crazy. It sucks, too, that we didn't know how fucking fuck nuts crazy it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, where do we this? go? Yeah. I know. Where the fuck do we go from here? Like, and it's so crazy to me, too. Like. People talk so much about like his like craziest performances or like Nick Cage being a lunatic in movies. Like this is on a whole nother level mm-hmm. than any other one I've ever seen. Like, like him him in Con Air is like him on Valium compared to this movie. You know what I mean? Like you think about that movie and you're like, yeah, he talks like kind of slow and he just kind of hangs out and don't touch that bunny or whatever the fuck, yeah. you know, and in this movie, he's just like, gah, 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 like freaking out all over the place. Like this is manic energy from minute one. Mm-hmm. This is, And like- it literally never lets up until somebody murders him. Like yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, it it's, is insane. It's Nick Cage on Coke, essentially. I mean, like, I don't eat, I, 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 or, it, or it's something. mescaline. There you go. That's, that's the one. Nick Cage on mescaline. <laughs> Oh, man. But I think that is going to wrap it up for uh, this week for Popcorn for Dinner. What a fucking trip this movie was, though. Seriously. Uh, I'm I'm both excited and dreading what we pick next because it's like, how will it live up? What? How could it possibly? Yeah. Uh, but we will find out. Uh, this is Jeff. And Callie. And you call yourself a psychiatrist. Yeah.